This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, a podcast about true crime in Northern BC. I'm your host, Emily Gallen. And I'm your co-host, Spencer Hall, and this is not an episode. Once a month, or randomly, well, we don't know yet. We don't know. Once a month, we'll drop a new non-episode that talks about various criminal topics. This month, I'm going to talk about female offenders. All right. Dun, dun, dun. So take me down to the secret corner. Yeah, I'm going to, before I get nerdy on you, Spencer, I'm going to take you to my favorite corner. That's not crime corner, it's secrets corner. I don't know what crime corner ever did to you. <laughs> nothing. Nothing but bliss. This is a corner where we listen to other people's secrets. Other people are going to write into us and they're going to unburden their souls onto us, Spencer. Did we have anybody do that? We have a story. Okay. Not necessarily a secret, um, a story from someone in BC who recounted a tale, a sad tale of murder. Shall is it the one it? that you sent me earlier? It is the one that I sent we you We might want to put a trigger warning before this. Yeah, uh, this is... It gets really dark. Um, what, what kind of trigger warning should we put in here? Uh, trigger warning, children death? Yeah, child death. Um, yeah. Let me just play it. That's not even the worst thing I've found in the woods or the forest, dude. Okay, I pause that because he says this isn't the worst thing that I found in the woods or the forest, dude. Because it started off with him telling me a story about how he found an arm in a plaid shirt. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Fucking, I was out hunting with my uncle and my grandma and my grandpa one time. I was maybe 12 or 14, and we come across this fucking tarp hung up across some trees on one of the uh, back roads. So initially, my uncle, grandma, and grandpa decide to stop and go check it out. Well, upon moving the tarp, there was a car behind it with a hose going from the exhaust into the cab. There was the mom, the dad... And two kids that both looked like they were about under 10. Jesus. As a 12 or 14 year old, I was actually kind of fucking traumatized at that. No doubt. And didn't go fit hunting in that spot for about a solid 10 years after that. Uh, Isn't that wild? Yeah, I wouldn't so either. Um, and he said that it was such a small town, too, in BC, that everyone knew who they immediately knew oh, who it was. No. To so oh, up. if you know the person, that's even worse. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. Brutal. Well, I I guess thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, you sent that to for the uh, the average listener. Emily sent that to me with no context, and, oh, yeah. and I actually did leave you on read for a few days, which I'm kind of glad that I didn't listen to it because I was at work the first time. Yeah, so no context, but Jesus I know, Christ. So sad. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank Let's... you, listener, for that story. Uh, that one will sit with me for a few few weeks. Yeah, um, that's ruined my life. Thank you. Yeah, well, Thanks, now we, and now we've ruined all of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody has like a lighter hearted secret or more dark ones, we're we're not picky. Yeah, I, I don't mind hearing about the drama that's going down at Walmart. Yeah, I just want to know what Karen did for you to hate her so. 
Exactly. I mean, her name was Karen. That's always. It used to be my middle name, actually. Well, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors then, Spence. Okay. Have you ever wondered about the story behind why a monument in Fort St. John was built? Or who started the first hockey tournament in northern BC? Check out Voices of the Peace, a podcast from NJXCity.ca that answers these questions and more. Host Ted Sloan sits down with the people who make this city and region a great place to live. Go to NJXCity.ca slash voices to find out more. Check out all of our podcasts. Go to NJXCity.ca slash podcasts. All right. Okay, this month's topic is female offenders and... I find them so fascinating because there's so few of them. Are they? Or are they just better at not getting caught? I think there's just so few of them. You might immediately think of Eileen Warnos, who killed seven men in total. I do, because she is such a... Well, A, she's like the not the first one, but it's the one that's talked about the most. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's also some misogynistic things. to Because that woman... like I don't want to make excuses for a murderer. That woman had a fucking tough life. Yeah. Like, um, there's a lot of mental health issues there. And there's so many reasonings behind this of why she, why her environment also contributed to her murdering people. I, I think that also, you know, when it goes, it like comes to like murder, abuse, you can have reasons, but it doesn't mean they're excuses. Yeah, just like when we were talking about mental health too. Yeah. It, it's not your fault, but your responsibility. You're responsible for it. Yeah. So, you know, you can have a shitty childhood and not go on to murder people. Sometimes you have a shitty childhood and you do go on to murder people because yeah. it's one of those Like it didn't factors. help. <laughs> no, <laughs> like exactly. It certainly it didn't, didn't help, help, but it doesn't mm-hmm. excuse you from your action. Well, it makes sense that you've heard of her because she is the most notorious female serial killer because her crimes have become so public over the years. Uh, or one might even think of Lizzie Borden, the axe murderer. Every time I think about Lizzie Borden, I think about the the BuzzFeed Unsolved where they go to her house. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, they went to her house and then like they were doing, I think they were doing a paranormal um, uh, like investigation, but it was really interesting because there's a theory that she was actually just like lovers with the housekeeper Um, and then the family was being homophobic, which obviously does not excuse murder, but that was one of the the theories is that her and Lizzie were were in love. Oh, and then that's why. Yeah. Could be. Could be. According to an academic scholar, Brown, oh my. females commit considerably less crime than males in nearly every category of crime except prostitution. Um, You mean sex work? Exactly. Which is not a flippin' crime. I, later on, if you'll see, I'll read, I'll say sex work is real work. It is real, it is work. real work. Everyone who's out there doing that work, get it, Queen. You're trying to pay those bills, which are not, you know, they're not cheap these days. If that's what you Inflation. need to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, But... Yeah, no, I mean, sex work is real work at the end of the day. If you have a problem with that, uh, kindly feel free to flip over to the right side of history. Just a few years ago, Stats Canada said that females only accounted for one in four persons accused of crime in Canada. Although this number is growing. On average, there are 693 women in custody in CSC facilities from 2018 to 2019. Not only do females commit less crime and less serious forms of crime than males, they also have different motives. That would make sense. According to SerialKillerShop.com, my fourth favorite website, financial Mm -hmm. gain is the most common motivation for female serial killers. Shortly following financial gain is revenge followed by hedonistic pursuits such as power or thrill-seeking. Very few women, other than a handful of noticeable exceptions, kill out of lust or sexual deviance. So for women, usually 
financial gain. And not only that, they're more likely to murder someone close to them than a stranger. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. In fact, that is a common stat for all murderers. But men are more likely to kill a stranger. But in, in general, you are more likely to get murdered by someone you know. That's why I don't know people. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm friends with no one. That's why, that's why I, you're the only one I talk to outside mm-hmm. of the people that I work. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, to no, no one but me. Uh, wow. Okay, that seemed like a healthy vibe that you want to put out. Um, but uh, no, I feel like uh, isn't that the same with like people who are going to poison you with Halloween candy? Shout out to our last crime corner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always going to be someone you're close you know? with. Yeah. Well, that's a good well, thing. I wasn't around you during Halloween. Yeah. Besides, you already ate all your Halloween candy, didn't you? I've been eating all my children's Halloween candy. Nice. It's, and, oh, you know what? So my husband was like, I'm listening to the other episode, and Spencer's talked about a decoy Halloween candy bag. He's like, that's what Romeo did, like my oldest. Oh, really? He's like, dude. Does he, he listen it. to the podcast? He doesn't. I mean, he, I, do, I shared it with him. I mean, see, that's your own fault. I'm so sorry that I, I convinced your child to get a decoy Halloween no, candy bag. he didn't even go out this year because he's too old, he said. He's too cool. But um, I still haven't hit that age. So honestly, muscle talk to him. That's not me. No, that's not me either. I was going strong on Halloween until 35. Women are actually more likely, speaking of killing children from candy, Jesus Christ, what a segue. <laughs> Speaking of that, women are more likely to kill their own children or partner. Oh. Often partner killings come from years of abuse. Though the stats I saw showed that even those who kill their partners or children are more likely to be male. According to Public Safety Canada, female offenders are on average lower risk than their male counterparts. For example, they have less extensive criminal histories, they're less likely to reoffend. And they are more motivated by finances. Statistics show that women, when they do commit crime, it's more likely to be property theft or sex work. Okay. Which we talked about before. Which shouldn't be a crime, in my opinion. And we're going to kind of get into why that is. Because uh, they got to pay them bills. Yeah, baby. So what I was finding was a lot of evidence pointing towards poverty being a large motivator for female perpetrated crimes. One theory is that women, out of necessity, must engage in criminal activity in order to support themselves and their children. Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. This makes sense to me because we know that women make less money than men and therefore it must be harder to survive in a world where things all cost the same no matter our gender. That's actually, I mean, I hate to be this guy. That's actually not true. Um, If you look at uh, like gender, like unnecessarily gender items like razors, for example, women's razors are actually more expensive than men's. It's called the pink tax. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So there's also some theories relating to capitalism. Oh. Yeah, the International Journal of Criminology and Sociology stated that The changing nature of females' roles in capitalist system instigate females to be more involved in violent and property crimes. I didn't read the whole thesis paper, but the gist was that women have moved more into the workforce through time and history and are relying less on men financially, which actually causes them strain in multiple areas of life. Oh, you mean capitalism isn't the best for humankind? No. What? (laughs) Basically a lose-lose situation. According to Crawford, women previously did not work and they depended on men financially. Not that they wanted to. No, that was extremely problematic for several reasons. Our society has been moving away from this model over the years and we now see more single mothers. 
This puts them in a situation where they are required to work one or maybe two jobs to make ends meet and keep food on the table for their children. Even with multiple jobs, some women are unable to earn enough money just to meet children's basic needs and so end up turning to crimes such as forgery and fraud to help close the gap. God, that's so sad. Yeah. Right. It makes complete sense, though. Oh, yeah. No, especially in like a um, rural area, like a city. Yeah, uh, that's sad. In addition, due to the unrelenting stress of trying to take care of children with no parental involvement, holding multiple jobs and barely making ends meet, some women turn to drugs and alcohol. Fuck. Once an addiction is born, a life of crime might follow to support the habit. That's unfortunate, too, because now, because we find ourselves in year six of the toxic drug crisis, six years now, um, you're going to see, I mean, obviously, you're going to see a lot more kids that uh, don't have a mother, because mm-hmm. now they're at, getting that toxic drug supply. And you know what? I, 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 the hardest part is the stigma that goes around drug use, mm-hmm. uh, because it's, uh, wow, you challenged to do those drugs. Well, actually, it's usually a lifetime of trauma that usually precedes that, but... No, let's just pick the part where they did something wrong and then make them feel bad about that. Mm -hmm. So what characteristics do female offenders share, Spencer? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, you're welcome. Crawford stated the two common features were a history of childhood sexual abuse. Oh, fuck. And serious mental illness with self-medicating behaviors. Double fuck. Right. According to another paper by Julie Anka, 85 to 90% of women who are either currently incarcerated or under the control of the justice system in the United States okay. have a history of domestic and sexual abuse. Shit. Risk factors contributing to women's criminal behavior include substance abuse, mental abuse, and spousal abuse. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and not only that, but female offenders who are pregnant are actually shackled during labor in the States. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean... I, I mean, but... I, I, I don't want to go into the stance of women shouldn't be held accountable for their crimes. No, not. And I don't think, I don't think by asking people who are in labor to, because I'm sorry, if you're in labor, you're probably incapacitated. I mean, there might be the odd person that could be like, you're not, I don't, you're not going to be like, let's get out of here. I don't think you're going to be thinking about escaping. No, you're busy trying to force a human into the world. You're wanting to escape. You're too busy being split in half by this child who will now need you for the first 18 years of its life. Exactly. Well, if you're about to have or to give birth and that's going to be beautiful, it's going to be fine. You're You're going to have a lovely experience with your child after birth. Uh, If you're in the prison system listening to this and this is still a thing, get at us. Let's let's. I'm so sorry that you've had to deal with that. Let's talk about it. Let's put it on the news. Let's blast some shit. I mean, I can't promise anything, but we'll see. I'll promise everything. Um, Yes, you will. Um, Well... That's upsetting. Uh, I really wish that that wasn't the truth, but I know. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think by asking to not be shackled during birth, it's not that we're saying that women shouldn't be held accountable for their crimes because I think they can, mm-hmm. uh, they and they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but, like we keep saying, it, it doesn't matter the circumstances. It's here's the thing: the it's crime, but difficult when it comes to equality and equity because obviously, like most men, uh, with the exception of trans men, can't give birth. So, would yeah. a man be shackled while he's giving birth? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Would a man be shackled while he's having sex? I think yes. Is that not? No, because there's conjugal visits. Yeah, there is. But are they? No. Are they really? They're definitely not shackled. No, 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 no. Really? They'd be like let to go have fun. Business. Okay, well then I think that's bullshit that they're shackled. Then 
I think if a man could get off and not have to be shackled, I'm pretty sure a woman should have the dignity and the right to not be shackled while she brings the child into the world. If you're able to go, and I don't know if this is true, but if you're able to go to your, yeah, like your conjugal visits and not be shackled, then why would you be shackled during birth? I agree. Also, if you guys know if you're for sure shackled during a conjugal visit, please let us know. Definitely let us know. Send us pictures. Please don't. Don't send me pictures. I don't need that. But you can send them to Emily and she'll put them in her butt. So, Which is a promise that I can give you, dear listener. Just kidding. So, I'm not, I'm not going to volunteer you like that. that so speaking weird. of butts, speaking of butt plugs, let's uh, social but, social media plug. Yeah, you can find us at Secrets of the North underscore podcast uh, mm-hmm. where you'll find a picture of Emily's face. Not her butt because that's weird. Mm-hmm. Or not if you're trying Both to put of food our on faces. the table. Yeah, our faces. Oh. You can find Emily at E to the G. Mm-hmm, on Instagram. Baby. And you can also find me at SPHall97, where you can find lovely pictures of my dog, my cat, and my niece, uh, who's about five love, months old. I just love squishy nieces. I, she is very squishy. I like your niece. I like your grandma. Yeah, my family's pretty lit. You're my uncle, and yeah, your grandma's no, my mother. Yep, <laughs> I think we've go. covered this. This is amazing. So I guess that she's like, what would what would Elowen be then if you're my if I'm your uncle? I guess hmm. that she would be your cousin. There, you have a four month old person. cousin, Mazel I love her. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to another non episode. We're gonna have a fresh episode for you. So fresh, so my cool. dear listener. Um, and please hit us up with some secrets. Oh, uh, please give me some juice. I need to know why you don't go to the No Frills anymore. Just kidding. No Frills is great. What? Who do you not want to see at a grocery store? I want to know what you did to your ex when he broke your heart. Ooh. Oh, I've got a story. Do you? But it's, you know what? We'll save that story. for the next non-episode. Uh, feel free to check out this feed because obviously we'll be updated with our more recent episodes. And uh, until then, thank you so much for listening. And you know what? Enjoy some, some nice wine. Do it. All right. Love you. Love you. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.